daylight, start a blank and those handcuffs click. You know who to call and you better call quick. Saul, Saul, you better call Saul. He'll fight for your rights when your back's to the wall. Stick it to the man, just as You better call Saul. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Breaking Goodman, a Better Call Saul podcast. I'm the host, Mike Marbach, and today I am joined by Brian Craig. Yep. Samantha Russell. Hello. And Michael Henley. Ahoy, hoy. Ahoy, hoy. <laughs> uh, yes, we are all here to discuss Better Call Saul Season 6, Episode 6, the penultimate episode to the mid-season finale of the first part of Better Call Saul's final season, Axe and Grind, titled Axe and Grind. And we saw an axe in this one, so how about that? Yeah, all right. Uh, I don't see nothing oh, wrong. I guess we saw a lot of coffee which with a little grinds. Grind, baby. oh yeah there's some grinds yeah oh i that's just good. got that yeah good call I, I might be stretching so that's i don't think it's a stretch oh okay no i think that works I'll allow it. yeah <laughs> uh i do want to say because i think i forgot to mention it last week that uh we enjoy when you let us know that you enjoy what we're doing here on so if you go to itunes and rate and review the podcast uh i believe i said on next week's episode we would give something of 25 dollars or less to a to a listener so if you email us at hello at xroadscomedy.com that information will be in the episode notes of this podcast let us know what you think of the show uh tell us what you think might happen um or just put a subject line that makes no sense. All you got to do is email us and just let us know that it's about Breaking Goodman is what I'm getting at. Uh, if you do not want to leave an iTunes review. Um, and I don't check the other services. <laughs> so if you want to go pound sand. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to check Pocket Casts or uh, anything else because I'm not familiar with them. It's only iTunes. In this Stitcher, household. go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do they allow reviews? I don't know. Um, but yes, email us. Uh, I think I'll never know. I don't know. Yeah, there's the only, way. I usually say there's only one way to find out, but I'll never know. Yeah. Email us hello at xroadscomedy.com and let us know that you enjoy the show and you could be entered to win a Better Call Saul thing. So about that. <laughs> uh, also, next uh, week's episode uh, of the show on AMC, they're doing a talking talking Saul kind of thing. Uh, following the following the episode. So I think that has a good amount of the cast members too, uh, or a couple of the cast members and creators, but no Vince Gilligan. I don't know what, what Vince is up to, but it's got the other one. Can't remember his name. The other Peter, guy. Peter, Peter, yes. Peter Gould? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Correct. I think the implication I get is that Vince likes to treat this as very much Peter's baby in the sense of like, this is your show. I don't want to get in the way. Um, even though he does kind of like, you know, oversee. And yeah. gets in the way a bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's the one that's like, we gotta let no, them no. know that it's Puyos Hermanos and make a big well, thing yeah. out of it. He's like, <laughs> he's he he still reserves his right as like the Godfather of the franchise, but he says to Peter Gould, "This is your show." You know, I like that. I like that of him, uh, for him as well. Uh, the other thing I will mention. Yeah, is it hosted by that ding dong that we don't like? I didn't see Uh-oh. any mention of who was hosting it, but I. Would assume that it is. Uh, Wait, who's the who's the ding dong we don't like? We're talking about Chris Hardwick. That's yeah. the one. Oh, is he yeah. still around? I mean, oh. he is. Yeah. Wait. Sidestep cancellation. 
Like a I was about like to it was, say. It was the fastest yeah. uncancel I've ever seen. <laughs> wow. For yeah. Someone who is just so replaceable in all of life. I mean, yeah. Hmm. He just talks. <laughs> That's his thing. He just talks. Yeah. yeah, he really did. He really did kind of weasel his way way through. Um, and I guess a lot of people were okay with it. I don't know. Not okay here on Breaking Goodman. We're not okay with them. Still gonna watch. Are you implying uh, that cancel culture is not real? <laughs> uh, I did want to mention that I am rewatching Breaking Bad for the first time all the way through. Ooh. I've gone back and I've watched different episodes here and there. Um, what do you think? Does it hold up? It does. I'm, well, it holds <laughs> up. But I will tell you that Hank. I thought he was bad before, but. Now looking back, he's such a piece of shit. Like the stuff yeah. that he hey? says and does is just so mm-hmm. not okay. Mm-hmm. So not okay. Mm-hmm. Not okay then, mm-hmm. and totally not okay now. Like doing accents and just so like overtly racist shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, totally yeah. not okay. Yeah. But the story wise, story wise, it it definitely does hold hold up. I, I'm really really enjoying it, uh, and it leads me to believe that the place, if we see. What's his face? Uh, Aaron Paul, uh, Jesse Pinkman, or, or Walter White, Brian Cranston in this show. I feel like we're probably going to see Aaron Paul's character at Taco Cabeza. Um, okay. Because in, in like the first or second episode of Breaking Bad, or no, the, in the first season of Breaking Bad, it's only like seven seasons, so I'm not going to get specific with episodes uh, or seven episodes. They're talking, um, it's the first meeting with Tuco. And Walt sets up the meeting at like the the car lot, or the the car, yeah, um, yeah. In whatever you call it. Um, it's all junkyard. broken down cars, junkyard. There's the that's what I'm looking for. Um, and he's like, "Why'd you bring us here? Why are you here? This is like a non criminal's idea of <laughs> where criminals would meet. Like, did you just get this out of the movies?" Uh, and he's like, "Well, we're, where, where am I supposed to go? What am I supposed to do?" Uh, and he says, I do most of my deals at Taco Cabeza, Taco Cabeza, Taco Cabeza, Taco Cabeza. And he's just like talking about Taco Cabeza. Uh, wow. And it comes up within that within an episode. So that's early on. And we've mentioned they've mentioned Taco Cabeza now nice. twice within just this season. Yeah. Um, episodes, yeah. Within the so past the, yeah, the timelines, it seems like, are kind of lining up. So it could be a simple he's in the background or, you know, going to borrow your ketchup. <laughs> you know, I don't know. <laughs> your, uh, uh, your Chipotle sauce, your what's the what's the other one? The one with the wooden lid, the wooden. Yeah. Screw. Yeah. What the hell is it called? Law something. The, the no. other Chipotle. Oh, what? Chul- uh, Cholula. Yeah. Cholula. Yeah. Cholula. Is that it? With the wooden Sounds about right. Yeah, with the wooden one. Yeah. Anywho, you, I think that's where we're I, going to see Jesse Pinkman if we see Jesse Pinkman at all. Okay. Can, can, can I just say, I think it would be a really, I'm not saying I want this, but I'm saying it would be a really audacious, I think we might have mentioned this before, where like, they're promising this cameo. I would love it if they did this cameo, but they were completely in the background and it was yeah. just an Easter egg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'd love that too. Yeah. Like that. That would be great. Yeah. I just, I don't want it to be too hokey and too like, who me? Right. Mr. Walter White? Like, yeah. he's yeah. there. He's and buying he's, the hat for some reason. And they show a close up on him and it's like clearly badly de aged. <laughs> right. Or like oh, man. some kind of dialogue reference to the greatest hits, you know, like 
like they put in a yeah bitch but like you know one's really feeling it it's basically just like all right because that's the thing he says you know like mm-hmm. he looks directly right. into the camera afterwards <laughs> he's right, right, right. right. the thing the they line it up <laughs> timeline wise where he gets kicked out of his house climbs over the the fence of the junkyard crashes through the uh, porta potty gets covered in the the blue stuff the, he walks into taco cabeza can i use your bathroom and that's all we get of it <laughs> uh it'll be fun anywho we're here to discuss better call saul season six episode six axe and grind right and we'll skip the first impressions because i took a lot of time talking about stuff that's relevant but not necessarily to this episode uh so let's start with uh lalo what's going on with lalo uh he's in germany in the woods, hunting down uh, one of the fellas that was uh, helping with the construction. Mm-hmm. And uh, that guy's chopping some wood, which comes in with <laughs> an axe. Chopping, chopping wood? That doesn't work. <laughs> I was going for like a, like a chopping broccoli. Yeah. Let's pause the podcast. I hear it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> wood. It doesn't work. It's not enough <laughs> syllables. Uh, Immediately when Samantha's <laughs> chopping wood, I'm like, oh, Marvy's going to go. He's going to try to stretch this into a chopping broccoli thing. I know it. <laughs> Here it comes. And it happened. Uh, happened. Yeah. So did any, either of you recognize this guy from earlier episodes? I think so. Yeah. 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 I don't oh, remember. Exactly. He had the beard, though. I, I can't. I feel like he's he's a little more rugged at the current moment, but it's because yeah. of the axe. Because of the axe. And yeah. Sure. And, yeah. yeah. Yep. And the forest yeah. living. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, which is probably due to the circumstances. I mean, I don't know what the guy's living situation was before, if he was up in like a high rise hotel or anything. Um, yeah, but living off the now. grid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I would assume that he was one of the ones that we've seen before. It'd be weird for them to introduce a new, <laughs> a yeah. new one of the boys. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, he's in in Germany and fa- tracks down this guy, and uh, dude is like, "Wait a second, do I know you?" <laughs> Have I seen you before? <laughs> we haven't been formally introduced. And he's like, oh, fuck. This is ah, one geez. of those guys. <laughs> they found me. I don't know how, but they found me. <laughs> Run, Marty! <laughs> A man will come to you, and he will say, we have not been formally introduced. He is the one. Actually, yeah. you know what? Was he the one? Was he the guy who told Mike that um, that uh, what's-his-face was uh, Werner was worth 100 of you? Or something along those lines when they were leaving. Mm. Was that this fella? Uh, yeah, you know what? Kai was the yes. one who was like, "You did what you had to do." Yes, but I think I, it is. Right. Now it's yes. like, yes. yeah, that he was, was worth a hundred of you. Okay, oh, you're absolutely right. That's what it was. Yep, sounds good. Uh, right, you know, now, that I'm, now that I'm looking back, now that I'm looking back on things, I feel like I probably should have rewatched Better Call Saul. <laughs> I mean, I mean, one thing, one thing I love about this show is how much it doesn't hold your hand to like remember stuff. Mm-hmm. And one thing that sometimes is frustrating about this show is how much it doesn't hold your hand. Because yeah. I feel like if I had rewatched the show in its entire li- entirety, I still wouldn't remember that character because I wouldn't be expecting him to come back. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would agree with you to a point. I would say My, sometimes they respect our intelligence and then sometimes they really, yeah, really spoon don't. feed it to us. Yeah. yeah. You know what? That's, yeah, that's a good point. Like yeah. the oftentimes Samantha's. multiple times in, in, in the same, in the same episode. Which yeah, you, you have the mm. Puyos, 
instance and also the the lady liberty oh, lady liberty is a nice yeah. touch yeah, yeah there's a, yeah. a couple yeah. of things there yeah. yeah again that's like hand holding for people that have seen breaking bad um i guess in right. this particular one this is better call saul um i don't think are there examples that you can think of of them very much hand holding within just the better call saul world in this episode yeah yeah i, I feel like i will jump ahead to it but the yeah. the vet like the whole dialogue yeah. with the vet felt yeah. very like, okay, we get it. Shut um, yeah. 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 What are you doing? Yeah. You don't have to yeah, explain everything that. that's going on here. We know. I can see that. Yeah. All right. So yeah. dude runs away. You know, all he had to do is just go, oh, you're forgetting one thing, Lalo. What the hell is that? Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> could have been out of there. Uh, um, but yeah, he he runs into one of his sheds. And I don't know if I said one of his sheds. I didn't. He ran into a shed. I don't yeah. know how many he has he multiple has. sheds? Okay. There may be multiple sheds. He's got a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. does. Uh, so he goes into a shed. Lalo's. Suddenly, Lalo's suddenly we're around. in an episode of American Pickers. Yeah. They're just, he's, <laughs> Lalo's going through, <laughs> trying to uh-huh. check everything on the shelves. There's <laughs> <laughs> not enough meat on the bone in this one. Yeah. Um, and he gets the jump on Lalo. Yeah. If he would have had that axe faced in a more harmful way with the yeah. blade we uh we're done with yeah. well we had a conversation about this because i went why is it that this guy who appears to be uh you know a woodsy man who Good chops a axe. lot of wood he chopped there was a significant amount of wood behind him why he didn't uh like he hurt lalo way and lalo was able to just kind of swing the axe a little bit and cut off his foot but mm-hmm. brian was saying that this guy isn't a killer and was trying to just get information. So he did this on purpose. He just wanted mm-hmm. to kind of knock him down. Yeah. Like he did that deliberately. Yeah. yeah. And he could have okay. been mistaken. Yeah. It could have just been some dude from Western Union who had yeah. a message for him that he's been holding for 75 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's from Hector Salamanca uh, somehow. Yeah. Who knows? Um, but how about that move where after he gets hit and he's, Got that little razor. Yeah. That was that was slick. That was cool. That was yeah. cool. Very clever. Yeah. It's Slices almost him and then chops the foot off. Yeah. I still <laughs> yeah. don't think that axe would have chopped that foot off like that. I think he would have broken his shin bone, but I do not think it would have actually like chopped his foot clean off. Like you that. might be surprised. Because it would have had be to surprised. be sharp. Maybe. maybe it's Valerian steel. Oh, yeah. maybe. They didn't mention yeah. that. There's only one way. There's only one way to find out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It chops a foot off. Uh, helps him out because yeah. he needs him. He gets the takes the belt off and you know ties tie that off. Um, stop the bleeding because we're gonna have a discussion. We got a, we have a lot of talking to do. You and I. Talk. You've got some splaining to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's <laughs> it for for Lalo this this episode. How are you feeling about the pace with which that storyline is moving? It's stretchy. And then, it is. is it just me? It's very stretchy, huh? Yeah. 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 It leads me to believe that the hope of having those back episodes be more post kind of, Yeah, it doesn't seem like that's going to happen. We might get a few episodes, but it doesn't seem like we're going to get a whole back half where it's just focused on post breaking bad. Yeah. I, 
kind of anticipated this season moving at a quicker clip, which for most of the plot lines, I don't mind. Um, you know, so I'll, you know, I'm, I'm not saying this is bad pacing altogether, but the Lalo stuff does feel like, ah, and yeah. here's just a little, here's just a little chocolate chip of Lalo to tide you over till next week, you know? Yeah. yeah. I thought it, I, I thought the pacing of this episode was also the way Marby felt about last episode where it was just like, mm. when are they going to get to the fireworks factory? Yeah, like it's Just yeah. like everything's taking too long and then I'm starting not to care and I'm getting annoyed, which I guess is bad. Yeah. I'm sorry. I had to admit uh, that. You didn't ask our, our, our first impressions. <laughs> had a whole uh, speech prepared. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the one time I don't ask. Well, actually, not the one time. I've forgotten most of these episodes, I think. Um, all right. So then we are at the laundry facility. Um, mm-hmm. Again, because we are covering that side of the, the storylines. And then once we get to Kim and Jimmy and all those folks, we'll go in more episodic order. Um, but yeah, we're at the laundry facility. And under this is where the... Super lab is right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Because yep. one isn't it where one of them, one of those, one of those machines, kind of. Yeah. 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 Those are big washers. I'll tell you that much right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Tyrus. That's right. I always forget <laughs> Tyrus. Right. That's his name. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, is pressing Mike on why he has he he moved guys around because mm-hmm. uh, the stretch thin and he's keeping guys on Alameda. And he wants to know why he's keeping guys on Alameda. That seems like the boss least wants likely. To know. Yeah, but, well, boss wants to know. He knows how to reach me. If, if you want to know, I'm right here, kind of. <laughs> yeah, like the tough guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we go to Alameda. Um, Mike goes to this other house that's for sale where they're kind of staged. And that is apparently the street with uh, Stacy and Kaylee, mm-hmm. Mike's daughter-in-law and granddaughter. Correct. Yeah. Yep. I think it's one of the first times I've gotten her name. <laughs> yeah. Both names correct. Like yeah. With <laughs> Stacy and Kaylee. Um, and they're doing a little stargazing. And yeah. I had a, I, I had a problem with this with this scene. And yeah. mostly that she totally looked at like started. a star and she's yeah. like, hey, we gotta go. Yeah, like why even bother yeah. bringing up the, the whole thing, the telescope for one star. And then also they're in the front yard. Why would you not do this in the backyard? Yeah. You get house. I know, right? You get yeah. What are you doing? Also, yeah. how convenient that there's another house immediately across the street from something that they can set up a whole thing in. Yeah. Well, maybe that's why it's the neighborhood's clearing out all these stargazers on their front lawns. <laughs> yeah. front all lawns. these cheapskate stargazers <laughs> that only come out to look at one star and then go back yeah. in. Yeah. I thought we were in a neighborhood full of actual stargazing astronaut astronomy enthusiasts. Here they mm-hmm. are coming out, setting it up with this cheapy telescope, looking at one star and heading back in. Yeah. They're <laughs> fair weather. They're fair weather stargazers. Yeah. They're 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 casual stargazers at best. Yeah, we got to move to another street with a nice astro- mm-hmm. astronomical, cold centered <laughs> cul-de-sac. All right, uh, so. Yeah, and that Mike, was my main problem with they that. They believe Mike is in Chattanooga right now. Yeah. Chattanooga, Tennessee, if I'm not mistaken. That is correct. Uh, yeah. What is yep. the big band song? Isn't there a bit? It's the Chattanooga Choo Choo. Yeah, the Chattanooga Choo Choo. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? It's a. Pardon me, boy. And it's is about that the train. Chattanooga Choo Choo. <laughs> yes, sir. The Andrew Track sister. 29. I'm not, I'm not sure which sister is saying it, but. 
Pied Pipers also the might, have, Pipers, might have done it. <laughs> All right. And that's it for the, um, for yeah. that storyline. That's it. Not much. That's it. Yeah. Not much. If there was anything that you could expect to happen or want to happen in this final episode of the first season of the last, you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what would it be in that storyline? Oh, you, you know what? Happen? Before we, before we answer that question, there's a third person in that storyline that isn't in the episode that I think we should cover. Gus Fring, played mm-hmm. by Giancarlo Esposito. Uh, Esposito, yes. This episode. Yes, indeed. So that's probably oh, why directed, he directed Yes, He directed this. <laughs> yeah. It's too much. I can't. Yeah. Guys, I can't, can't do, do it. Can't on. do it. Can't do it. I know what's um, in the world. You know, you know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that uh, Rhea Seahorn, you directed her episode and she was in every she was in a lot of scenes so. mm-hmm. 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 just saying i'm just saying i'm calling you out giancarlo mm-hmm. you're a slack also backwards in a, in high heels and ba- i was about to yes <laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah. yeah i was trying um, to formulate that yep and now we are in well actually we haven't answered that question do we have any thoughts on what is to come in this final Episode of the first part of the last season of Better Call Saul. What do you what do you think needs to happen? And then we're gonna have like a month and a half or so break. In the Mike storyline specifically? Yeah, Mike, Gus, Mm -hmm. Lalo. Yeah. Yeah. Lalo has to get back here. What if Lalo never gets to come back because of like passport issue and then (laughs) yeah. Can't get through customs. You can't get through customs. And that's why we don't see him breaking bad. He's just stuck at the airport. Due to the Mm -hmm. Patriot Or or what if he meets a nice, like, completely unconnected to his quest German lady and decides to settle down? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's why Lalo never appears in Breaking Bad. It's because he moved to Germany. He decided to give up the life. On a newly acquired farm with multiple, possibly multiple sheds. Possible (laughs) sheds. Multiple sheds. Yes. Yeah. Dusty gold or whatever they call it. Uh, American pickers. Rusty gold. Rusty gold. <laughs> uh, what was the, the bar or the rusty bucket? It was back to the rusty bucket in no time. Um, one thing I think needs to happen where I would like to see happen is yes. Yeah, Lalo gets back to the, back to the States and there's inter, there's a crossover with Jimmy. There's some interaction with, with Jimmy oh, or Kim yeah. mm-hmm. uh, within this last episode. I think that's something that, I feel it has to happen. Yeah. Even though it's a, even though we all know it's a thousand to one shot that it's ever going to happen, according to Mike. um, I think that's (laughs) something I want to see happen. According to me? Oh, yes. According to Mike Herman. Mike, the the other Mike, Mike Herman. According to your stone cold locks. So they mentioned, uh, Tyra's mentioned that they got men here, they got men there. He mentioned that he's got men on the upholstery shop, which is Nacho's dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we think that we're going to get any more closure on the Nacho's dad story or we're just done with the... I the, think it's done. The yeah, family I, think it's, I think it's done. I don't really need any... I'd be okay not having any, any more. Yeah. I think, it's, mm-hmm. I think it's, mm-hmm. it's closed up. I mean, if, if we got more... I don't know. Does he find the journal? <laughs> he starts going on a revenge tour. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing too. I kind of want it to be like, if only because I don't see if he wants to do it, I don't see anything ending up well for him, you know? Yeah. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Nothing good will come so that's of. That's why we don't. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Out of like sight. 
in, in every character that gets touched in all of these shows and using Breaking Bad's finale as an example, everything is poisoned. Nobody comes yeah. out of it. Correct. Yeah. No. Uh, I'm only. Well, Nacho's dad, though, is like uh, Bob Odenkirk's character in Nobody. And uh, he finds out that Lalo <laughs> yeah. killed um, Nacho and then comes after him. It's possible. That I guess it's possible. possible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, we, we're not on the air to discuss nobody, but uh, how, how damn good is that movie? Oh, it's <laughs> it's so good. Okay. Uh, there I, are I, of sequel, right? Oh, I still have to watch this movie. And, it's on HBO Max. Uh, no, I, you know what? Uh, I'm going to do even one better. I bought that movie because it was on Black Friday. Okay. And I was just like, yeah, so this was months ago. We're just like, I'm totally going to watch this movie. And I haven't watched this yet. Wow. <laughs> So you got it on streaming. You got it on physical uh, media. On disc, yep. There's mm-hmm. literally nothing mm-hmm. stopping it. No. Because I know I'm going to like it. I know I'm going to like it. You know? It's so the like, weirdest it almost, reason I've ever heard of someone not watching something. There's no there's no rush to find <laughs> out. <when laughs> it's, almost, it's almost a formality at this point. Yeah. You know, just like, I know I like this movie. Let's just watch it for the first time at some point. Ah, so good. So, so good. Uh, so, yeah. I if, swear just... my brain makes sense to me. I swear <laughs> No, I get it. You're saying there's so many question marks out there that you don't know. You need to find out whether you like a thing or not. This one, you already know you're going to like it. It's comforting to know that. It's comforting to know sight unseen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, if Nacho's dad turns out to be like his character and nobody, I I could get behind that. Yeah. I could could get behind that for an episode or (laughs) half an episode, Um, which is also annoying because after seeing him in nobody, and then fighting Howard, boxing yeah. Howard in this. It's almost like, oh, come on. <laughs> you can wipe the floor with him. All right. So uh, going on to this storyline, we have the cold open flashback, which we haven't seen with uh, Kim in a little while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's caught shoplifting, uh, blowing through this. Mom comes to get her. She puts on a whole show about, oh, no, my daughter, she would never. Oh, she did. Oh, we're going to get you now. Uh, laughs when they get out of there. Yes. Uh, without any kind of reprimanding. And she stole something herself and gives it to her. All the while, yes. Kim looks very confused mm-hmm. the, the whole mm-hmm. time and just like in awe, bad awe <laughs> of of her mom. Um, so how are we feeling about this scene and Kim? And how does this impact? Why are they showing us this? I guess because we can see that Kim has sort of always had a bit of an accomplice uh like any she she tried to just do what a regular teenager would do and then her mom yep. let her get away with it so but she kind of wanted looked like she wanted to be punished yeah, she she needed structure yeah and she didn't mm-hmm. have that oh also it, the scene starts with her like shaking her foot which she does yes. a lot they show right. that yep, yep, yep. Like mm-hmm. a couple other scenes she's done that thing where she shakes her foot mm-hmm. so i did yep. like that and i also very much enjoyed the actress that plays Kim's mom, because she mm. looks like so much like Kim. She looks identical to her. She looks so, so much like Kim. Yeah. And even just the, the her voice, like her inflection, and it's it's all very similar. It's where like I was they like, did a that face looks swap or something. Like her, like that. I would believe that's her mother. That's wild. Yeah. So mm-hmm. very good. And it did remind was, me yeah. of because they show it. I think they show the plates, in Nebraska, uh, <laughs> which is where Gene is. Right. He's in Omaha. Yeah. Yep. yep, uh, yep. Which again kind of lends credibility to the thoughts that even though we don't see Kim in Breaking Bad, we may see some sort of 
closure with them in the gene timeline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's been pre-established, I think, too, right? Yeah. That like that's where that yeah, because we saw Kim flashback last year, right? Where yeah. she was waiting for mom her, and mom's mm-hmm. drunk, and so she yeah. decides to walk home with um a cello, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. And it's in Nebraska. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cornhusker State. And she's a Royals right. mm-hmm. She's a Royals fan, which uh, adds up. Yeah. Yes, she has. She wears the shirt a lot. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I feel like this scene. It does a lot, but I'm still unpacking what it's doing. I think because I think yeah. that, you know, it, it, it one, it definitely shows that Kim has always had, well, not always, but like she's kind of raised, unfortunately, to have kind of a twisted sense of morality, you know, and the, 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 the not, not in an overly criminal way or anything like that just slightly tilted like she didn't have the best guidance mm-hmm. um you know that she you know she got rewarded for figuring out what she could get away like like the, the takeaway here is not you know that she did something wrong it's that she got caught you know yeah so so that's that and 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 that i think is the internalized lesson basically and then and, and her morality kind of works kind of independent of that to a degree she's not an amoral person but she also likes to kind of push things um which is a really cool tension to kind of build into the character there and i we've definitely seen it you know yeah and not for nothing but the mom is basically saul yeah yeah (laughs) yeah like we're putting on a show and then leaving and being like hey we got away with Mm -hmm. it yeah Yeah. she's Mm -hmm. she's like con woman streaking her yeah Mm -hmm. oh but also Uh, the earrings are the earrings that kim always wears which also are they? Says, yeah, yeah, which yes. I don't Ooh. buy that they would still be up and running of like yeah. a earring set that a teenager yeah. would steal from a department store would uh, still be around and then translate 20 years later. Yeah. Yeah. Into an adult woman's wardrobe. Yeah. I, I right. Right. Because they were, I mean, I mean they're just it's a thing you see in, but a, also in, just, a, in a TV just show. Just quality sure. wise. I feel yeah. like those would well, be. Well, they were only like. Yeah, but they were like $35, right? I mean, yeah. And they were yeah. out on a thing, not like behind a counter. Yeah. yeah. Although maybe it's more for like today's inflation, it's probably a thousand dollars. Maybe it's more like they're not the exact same pair of earrings, but like she likes that style. Uh like the, she mm-hmm. likes that particular um I don't know. Maybe it is too. I like, thought, like, Michael, but it's. Like, uh, I don't know. I feel I like they did like it on purpose. Like, like oh, you're the, the you're the you're in shields. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's okay. a very deliberate move. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I didn't need the it origin does, story yeah. of those earrings or crazy <laughs> right, right. Like you just let it go. Let me have it. Right. Yeah. Would you right. like to know how she got these earrings? Like, oh, I assume she bought them. <laughs> no, she didn't. Like. Give me a prequel series that builds up to that moment. <gasps> we should have a series about the earrings. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so then we're with Howard. Howard at home. Howard at home. Uh, and he's getting ready for the day. We're seeing that everything is just so. Everything is perfect. And he's cleaning mm-hmm. up everything right after he's done. Like there's a drip and he's cleaning that up. The coffee's done. He's cleaning that up. Puts out the Whatever in this a guest house, not in the real house. That was a guest house? Yeah. Yes. How do we know that? Because right. it was a small room with a Z-rack instead of like a closet. And then also when he's inside, his wife was like, do you, didn't you want to change the mattress out there? It's uncomfortable. And he's like, I'm good. Well, you missed a lot of subtext there, Marvie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It seems he's like I missed a lot of just things house. they said. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like I just wasn't watching. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, all right. So that our guest house. Wonderful. Uh, and uh, he's cleaning up after himself, being more respectful of this possible Airbnb or whatever. Uh, and sure. she's not so much. <laughs> she's not. Airbnb. She's not. Um, she's not. She's not doing that. Mm-mm. More like an air H and H, right? So this is their house. Yeah. This is. Yes. They own a big house. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. See, lawyers make a lot of money so they can have a house and a guest. Explain. House. <laughs> uh, there was uh, unrelated. There was a on this, not this most recent episode of Barry, but the previous episode without really spoiling anything. Uh, mm-hmm. Gene Kusum, like played brilliantly by uh, Henry Winkler, mm-hmm. has this moment where he's getting ready for a thing and somebody comes in. It's like, do you remember me? You attacked me and did this. And then he just looks like, I need more. <laughs> and the delivery of it, the, the split second moment that he took to think about it, the specificity with which that person said, and he still is like, I need more. Uh, it was just so perfect. And something that just happened reminded me of that moment. I don't know what it is. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, the, his wife is not being too careful with things and he's watching and he took some time, put a lot of time and effort into this. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's more, it's bigger than a coffee. It's, it's a, you know, what is it? Uh, like I feel a, like I'm playing 25 pyramid. It looks like a lot. It looks like a latte. <laughs> yeah. um, also, yeah. She wasn't pyramid. being very careful with it. I feel like is an understatement. No. Uh, yeah. I feel like, yeah, yeah. again, with the subtext, uh, maybe he put a mess. I, no. I feel well, like it's a little more. <laughs> she's just showing she doesn't really care that he put in that much effort. Yes. Their marriage she is a little troubled, Marby. I'm not yes. sure. I get that. Okay. Okay. Well, I got that. Well, she is psychiatrist. Okay. She does yeah. not value the effort he puts into yeah. the nice things he does for her. Right. Yeah. Um, and on the flip you know, side, he's putting a lot of effort in trying to fix a thing that is probably irreparably broke. Irreparable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That a latte is not going to fix. Right. Latte. Yes. That's what I'm looking for. Um, yeah. So she takes this latte and just dumps it into that um, oh. cup. Yeah. How does Howard get that skill to make the uh, the art on top? I was that like a weekend know. class. Yeah, I bet, it, I bet he watched some. Oh no, I don't know. Yeah, YouTube was back then. Mm-hmm. Maybe he watched yeah. some YouTube videos. And he's rich, so he's got a lot of free time mm-hmm. to you yeah. know mm-hmm. practice. I don't want to alienate any baristas that might be listening. I think it's a really cool thing to be able to do. If I was drinking, I don't think I'd appreciate it. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's. I think it's an odd. Because you kind of almost I, don't want to ruin it. Like, what do yeah. you, you want to ruin it? Give me two. Give me one. Well, you do your art, and then just give me one that I can drink. Sure. Yep. One in a frame. <laughs> it's like when you're buying uh, comic books as a as a kid. You gotta buy one of the Superman gets killed comic. Put that aside. Keep it in its wrapper. Right. 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 And Beanie Baby, same thing. Yep. You mm-hmm. one to play with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one to put in the box and one to play Superman with. Superman number seventy five. Black polygraphed with the red super blood dripping. That's right. None yeah. of this yep. will lose value. Yeah, and then it comes back in 82. Spoiler alert. Um, not before the Reign of Superman uh, storyline that one no. took over for a good while. Yeah. That's uh, right. It's weird yeah. that we haven't seen that in 
films, have we? We have Reign not. That would no, be a pretty not. cool um, yeah. thing to do in between. Unless they want uh, the whole we, Warner Brothers. We saw, is so one of up. them. One of them was Steel, though, and we saw him in a movie, in his own movie. Mm. He was played by Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal, movie uh-huh. star. Yep. yep. Wait, that I can't tell if you're joking because I know that existed, no, but I wasn't sure that no. was supposed to be the Superman Steel. No, that yeah, that that's serious because Steel is one of the. I, I'm I'm pretty sure right now there's a million comments going like no. Um, I'm pretty sure yeah he's <laughs> one of the reign of Superman Superman basically and they decide let's make a movie about him and they turn it into Steel which has no connection to anything. It's like one of those weird kind of like um, you know like just like let's just take the name and like what he does but like no we're not going to connect it to Superman or anything like that and let's have him played by Shaquille O'Neal. All amazing decisions, obviously. Yeah. Um, which is right. which, which is why we're still going through sequels right now, like Steel Two, Steel Three, Steel Four. I'm just kidding. None of these are real. Um, <laughs> we watched right. Kazam. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna Kazam. say we'll get back to Better Call Saul before Brian finds another concert to run to. He's gonna be like, ah, "F this!" And now comic book talk. Well, get out of here. <laughs> well. Um, no, I just wanted to say too, like, I know we were just talking about pacing earlier and this uh, scene is a perfect example of like the opposite of that. Whereas yep. like, this is a very slowly paced scene, but like it tells you so much about what's going on with the characters. Yeah. And I loved how just delicate it is and nimble with, you know, the, like, it's just so good. Oh, see, yeah. I thought the opposite. I was just going, you know what? So the oh, scene, true. I would say the scene with him and his wife. Yes. Okay. The- the montage leading up to it okay is meaningless not yeah. so much okay okay i'll let samantha take over from here yeah i don't know i just you have the strongest feelings about uh, it yeah i know and i don't want to be let's rip it apart it. man let's rip it apart i, I just thought it was man. yeah i just felt like it was a little much and it was just kind of it felt throwawayable yeah if you take that scene out okay. of that whole opening sequence if you take the montage out of it, you don't lose any story. Because but, yeah, all of it the is interaction with his wife, I, I didn't really. But I felt the same way about the oh. scene with Mike and his granddaughter. It's sweet and all, but I felt like that whole thing could have just been removed from the episode. It mm. didn't do too much to me. So the montage yeah. for me, I feel like, uh, I hear what you're saying. I feel like it, in, it draws you into kind of investing the same amount of psychic energy, you know, that Howard is putting into it, basically. So it hurts more to see it kind of discarded uh, the way it does. I, I, at least in theory, like like that's how it works for me. See, with his wife, I think that it does tell you a lot about their marriage and very in, in some very very quick kind of brush strokes. But it also, I can, it kind of gives me a sense of where Howard, because Howard has always been kind of. We've never really known too much about him. In fact, this is our first time outside the bowling ball incident, which was really brief. This is our first time actually visiting his home at all, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and and I like that perspective, especially it 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 feels like right now all three of these characters, Jimmy, Kim, and Howard, are in various stages of kind of desperation um, and looking for outlets for it. And I thought this kind of put kind of snapped Howard into focus. I think for me. Um, and really made me kind of worry about, you know, like, like, like Kim is being, yeah, either his downfall or what he might do actually, because Kim is being reckless. Jimmy's kind of along for the ride, but also kind of being reckless. And Howard seems positioned potentially to do something reckless as well. 
Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. All right. That's a good point. I'll buy it. And I know, like, throughout the series, uh, they've established uh, Howard Hamlin as a cartoon villain, and then they reveal some more about him, like when he was just uh, Jimmy's nemesis, and then we found out that Chuck was actually the one behind the decision making that made Jimmy hate Howard so much. Uh, it made him more realistic, and I, I guess, I assume that's what they're doing here. Like he's still Jimmy's nemesis, but now we're seeing a little more behind the curtain uh, with him and his marriage, what he's an inveterate people pleaser uh, and how from the outside, everything looks like he's got every, he's got everything that Jimmy could ever want. Uh, and now we're seeing behind the curtain that it's all kind of a facade still. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. we're seeing that he wants to keep it. He wants to keep that. And the pressures that Jimmy is exerting on, him and the things that he's doing i mean if this if howard loses his job or goes to jail like the marriage is probably done you know so every it seems like any Mm -hmm. small crack is going to Mm -hmm. uh, end this thing so uh he says i'm hand i just want to let you know i'm handling it i will put an end to this whatever it takes i thought you should know so yeah that was so vague too She could be like anything. But is this the thing he was talking about? <laughs> but I'll, I also uh, totally expect her reaction to be like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. I don't know why yeah. you yeah. tell me these details. I don't care. Right. Tell me less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he goes to a meeting with the investigator, and mm-hmm. the investigator is just going through all the photos of things that he's seen. Here's him at Taco Cabeza. Uh, here's him meeting with. Uh, clients. Here's a meeting with you know four more clients, <clears throat> and then there's him at this bank, mm-hmm. making a very large cash deposit. So he said something like several stacks a withdrawal. Or withdrawal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Is there any reason why, um, in the course of lawyering, <laughs> you would lawyering? Like, yeah. I'm no lawyer, <laughs> but uh, uh, you guys need lots of cash. That's no legitimate got. reason. Yeah, Howard. Howard says, and he looked like he's he's got something. He's got a little bit of a bone here that he yeah. can run with, investigate yeah. more. And mm-hmm. that was <clears throat> that was that. And uh, then we go to the veterinarian, mm-hmm. which came up briefly a little while ago uh, for a little bit of hand holding, which I can I can see. I was all right with it. Hold my hand. Hold my. Who's that? Hootie and the Blowfish, or is yes. it Hootie? Yeah, yeah. It was Hootie. Checking out Fernando. Fernando's going to be okay, thankfully. And then yeah. we're meeting with Jimmy and giving giving him something. What's going on here? Some sort of topical, like something that goes on your skin and that kind of amps you up. It, it said, he said it would make you feel like you're on uh, a lot of caffeine. And, two Red Bulls on an empty stomach. Yeah. So yeah. make sure you're jittery and apparently dilate your eyes. Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler for anybody that wants to take it without knowing its effects. Um, yeah. And he's, well, before I even get to that, why is he taking it? It seems like he wants to give it to somebody else. I think he's trying to give it to Howard, but he wants to also see what's going to happen in a controlled environment is my understanding. Yes. That makes sense. Sure. So he's Uh, aware of what is going to happen. Yeah. And he's sitting there and the vet is talking about hanging it all up. Moving yeah. to the country, you know, <laughs> moving to the country. Um, Ooh, gonna eat a lot of peaches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
and he's selling his little black book, which is coded. And mm-hmm. did we see that little black book? Yes, we did. Yeah. Do you remember where we saw it? In the, um, it's like quiz. Did we see it at the beginning of the season? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, we did. In the house. Yeah. Oh, did uh, we? Ooh. Yes. That little black book was seen in the in the house by all those investigators, and they tossed it in a box of yeah, trash. Yeah, with, with it doesn't seem very important. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we get that little best quality vacuum in yeah. there. Yeah, and yeah. Which again was a little little heavy handed. You could have just kind of flipped it because I went, "Ooh, there's the vacuum card," and then best yeah. quality vacuum. I got it. No, I read it. Huh, I wonder what this vacuum business card's all <laughs> yeah. about. His, uh, I just got to the first Saul appearance mm-hmm. uh, in Breaking Bad, and he really does like burst onto the scene of this, of this show uh, in this, in this world uh, with the commercials. Out. Yeah, he really, really does. Uh, and then we, I, he says that, you know, I'll fight for you, which we got last, mm-hmm. last week from, from Kim. Uh, so he's basically like a, uh, remember the game show or not game show, a uh, video game. That's the, what I'm looking for. Um, Mega Man, where you go through, yes. And the, each villain you defeat or you come in contact with, you steal their their power. So he's basically like this Mega Man going through mm-hmm. in Better Call Saul, collecting all of these things. Oh, that Lady Liberty looks good. Uh, he, uh, I'll fight for you. Yeah, I'll take Ooh. that. Um, so it's really just it's building funny him. You mentioned that Mega Man thing because if I remember correctly, going back to Breaking Bad, isn't that one of the things that, as Walt defeated, you know, as he moved up the boss chain of defeating the bad guys that he would take some of their um traits right they're so oh. yeah yeah maybe i hmm. i don't want to tie it all back to mega man but it feels like <laughs> it feels like a deliberate thing we cracked right? it we cracked the code the gilligan code um well the, the first villain is crazy eight mm-hmm. uh that, yep. that they that they face crazy eight and um, the other guy can't remember remember his name. Nope. Well, the Tuco comes uh, afterwards because when they're he's Jesse is out there selling, uh, and Walt is like, "What? This is only a couple thousand dollars. What are you? What are you doing? What are you doing with your time?" He's like, "No, we need a wholesale. We have to we have to upscale our whole operation and just you know go to a you know a distributor. That's what it's called." Um, so that's when they get the um, meeting with Tuco through Skinny Pete. And speaking of Skinny Pete, that's I had asked you all via text, like, hey, did you watch the preview for this upcoming episode? Because I thought I saw like possible Skinny Peteness. And Ooh. I was wrong. Ooh. I was wrong, oh. is what I'm getting at. <laughs> oh, oh, um, okay. But yeah, I'm just thinking like the Mega Man aspect. If what did he take from I don't crazy? Really remember. I remember people on the internet typing it. Oh <laughs> it's like a real the internet, internet theory. It's a real internet mm. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I'll check back in on the Mega Man factor as I continue my rewatch. All right. So we move on to Kim. Uh, Kim is in court. Cliff shows up to watch her, and she's defending someone pulled over for an obstructed window, obstructed view, and she points out how bogus it is, Uh, basically saying the officer has um, an agenda he knew him and arrested him before, and this is only his third citation for that cause. Uh, and she does that thing where she's like, uh, I went around the parking lot, and I surveyed <laughs> all the cars, and there are 40-something cars, including a yours, 
your honor, who have the same thing. So unless there are 40 something of our colleagues with citations on their records for this uh, or tickets at waiting, uh, then it's bogus. It's a bogus charge. Yeah. Wait, y'all ready for a tangent? Because I'm about to throw you one. Yeah. Uh, You guys know how much I love uh, pointing out who the guest stars are in this show. Yeah. This episode has a lot of them. And I'm going to come back later to my favorite one. But did you guys recognize who that judge was? No. I feel like, Marby, as an improv nerd, I would hope that you may have rung a bell her face. Her name is Karen Murayama. The, she's been in a million little sitcoms. And so the guy, the guy from the flashback scene, uh, Mr. Perman, uh, Pierman was also, you know, a, a sitcom character actor that's been a million things. Mm. But this person, uh, she, the thing I remember her from is that she was on Whose Line Is It Anyway? Mm. I recognize her I face immediately. That I did that. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I pointed at the screen. Yeah, he did like, Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at the screen. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't know what he was doing. Mm. I will have to go back and give it a give it a look. It didn't. The bell didn't ring this this time. Yeah. Um, see, I was watching the show through a, an obstructed view. Uh, so. <laughs> ah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, give myself a citation for that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then we go to the the hall where we see more grinds, more coffee getting spilt. <laughs> so it's not exactly as neat as Howard's coffee maker Mm -hmm. it just kind of like throws up into the cup yeah i'm Um, sure it didn't taste nearly as good uh, i think cliff even was like whoo i couldn't tell if that was because it's hot or terrible maybe he makes the two and he asks how she terribly hot (laughs) how she (laughs) how she left things with howard and she's like oh fine i wouldn't be where well she doesn't really answer the question (laughs) she says i wouldn't be here i wouldn't be who i am without howard and hhm I want to be a lawyer, you know, all of those things without really answering the question, yeah. uh, how she, how she left things. She didn't say that she basically tore him a new asshole uh, in one of their last yeah. encounters. Yeah. Tore him down. As, yeah. As long as Cliff walks away, not thinking that she has a vendetta against them and that she would do some sort of wild, wild scheme. Yeah. <laughs> wild, wild thing. Um, and yeah, Cliff tells her about the special organization, uh, Jackson Mercer Foundation, which is a, uh, and you can correct me, but a social justice, um, yeah. campaign um, yeah, that, kind of yeah. fund cases and things like that and lawyers and whatnot. Kind um, of a scaled up version of what she's doing. But yeah. it was mainly along the East coast. She yes. Well, funny. You should mention that Kim, because they are looking to, open up a West coast chapter of this, uh, of this foundation. And he wants Kim to be involved with, yep. with that. So good for her. Things are looking very, very good for Kim until, um, <laughs> yeah. So we are then at Jimmy's new office, which is looking good in yeah. pretty good time. Too too. Good. Yeah, I guess. And this scene also, I was just like, what, what are we doing here? This one stretched <laughs> all out. And then I'm going, why? what the office looks like in breaking bad and what it looks like here doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's like the furniture I could see like getting thrown out, but why would they take the molding off the wall and all of that? Like 
that would have just been worn down. It wouldn't have just been a black room or whatever it is in Breaking Bad. It doesn't make sense to me. Well, one thing I would say to to that point is look at the people that this establishment is attracting and how they are treating the space. I mean, yes, in one yes. scene, we see one dude just pissing in a, yeah. in, into one of the fixtures. But um, so again, we don't know I just exactly like what's going to happen. It would be worn down and not... Like, I feel like Francesca would just go, fuck it. I don't care. I'm not cleaning up anything anymore, but not like, well, I'm going to take this crown molding off the wall. And then right, right. That, that part of it, not the furniture. I can get it. The furniture gets disgusting and they throw it out. But the walls, yeah, the, the molding in particular. Yeah. I think she would just let it go instead of going, well, let's get paint the whole room black. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. Is that yeah. what it becomes? I don't, I don't, I think I don't so. remember. I haven't. It's, I haven't. I don't remember what the the lobby of that place looks like. Yeah. I feel like there's probably just going to be something that happens in that space because they're building they're building it up. It looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. So something's pro- something bad is probably going to happen in the space and it's probably going to be because of one of the either something with the the other storyline uh or just one of their fucked up clients uh, or multiple person, clients. Yeah. A person being thrown just... through a dry, a drywall would certainly help bring <laughs> oh, down yeah, some molding. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I can get past okay. that, but I do okay. see the points for sure. Um, yeah, where are we? So yeah, Francesca is happy to see Kim as she comes in, gives her the, the dying tour and they are filming. They're doing something in the other, in the other room. They're kind of setting this like photos up. Uh, set, they're doing makeup. We got the film people back, which yeah. was, mm-hmm. yeah. was fun, yeah. fun yeah. to see them. Um, and yeah, the film doofuses are are back and they're setting up this guy who is um stunt double more or less for the Casimiro. judge. Yeah, judge, judge Casimiro. Played and by the character actor John Ennis. John what else was John Ennis in? John Ennis, the thing that you might know him from is Mr. Show with yeah, Bob mm. and David. Oh, <laughs> bringing, that's nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I was so happy I when I saw that. This. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is lovely. He was also in one of the. He had a, a a commercial run as the spokesperson of one of those hard, one of those cider. Uh, not long though. It was one of the ones where he had like big puffy, and he's doing like a. He's got some sideburns, and he's doing a British accent. You may remember from a few years back. Uh, you're a cider drinker, you know. Magners, something. Um, Strongbow. It's not strong, though. It's one of the other ones. Anyway, John Ennis, love him. Character mm-hmm. actor. Can't get enough of it. <laughs> yeah. So they're t- picking out some mustaches, trying to get the right one. Kim says, this one, trim it a little. We we, we do it. Um, and John Ennis needs a little motivation. He, he yeah. has some ideas for this role. Yeah. Uh, and, and Jimmy kind of <laughs> is like, no, you're playing a real human being. Think docudrama. And he says, mm-hmm. keep it simple and no improvisation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know where you can do some improvisation. That's uh, xrollscomedy.com. Oh, nice. <laughs> we have classes enrolling uh, both in Philadelphia and Indianapolis right now. So how about that? Um, it's yeah, on and, other pods. What's that? If it comes up yeah. in the show, does it come I'm up sure in other podcasts. Like they, Lord well, of the Rings. They said improv. improv absolutely. But does improv come up in like the Lord of the Rings? And you just you, you shoehorn one of these in? 
Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, yeah. this. Um, <laughs> I think Boromir this says in the Council of Elrond uh, that one does not simply improvise. Uh, <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I also very much enjoyed. Uh, thank you, ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think, uh, and then the, Michael, the cast of this show, I think, uh, you know, has the most improv background to, be, to begin with, honestly. So I feel like it makes the most sense. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, cast of sure. cast of this television program, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, and, and not a Lord things, of the Rings. Let's one say. of the things I absolutely I mean, yeah. love about yeah. this show and about the whole Breaking Bad universe in general is how willing the creators are to use comedy people as small yeah. parts, guest spots um, in what is essentially ostensibly a drama. But there's so much comedy in Breaking Bad and, and especially in Better Call Saul. And it's wonderful spotting people. Uh, Joe DeRosa, the vet, uh, is a stand-up comedian, obviously. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Just about every time we see a, a, a weird little character pop in, it's someone with a comedy background. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and this parade of old favorites from the series, once again, building up to price. I feel like mm-hmm. prices prices yeah, just around the corner. Well, I think so. Yeah. 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 Uh, so that would be really really fun. Um, he uh, says no. Uh, oh no, no! You don't need to be there because Kim is saying that she she tells Jimmy said, about oh, yeah. the yeah. She's I got have the a luncheon for to to meet with this foundation on the very same day. We have oh, our no. Sam in the same restaurant. This is Doubtfire. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Or a you company. have to play both characters. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he says, no, 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 no it's fine. You don't need in, to be there. That lunch is and, in Santa Fe. Yeah. Um, you don't need to be it's, there. Was, was Eisenhower at D-Day? Um, was it was he on Omaha yeah, Beach? Omaha you know? Beach. Yeah. No. Which I also went, oh, good. Kim's not gonna be directly involved. In the line of fire. <gasps> nope. Nope. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then we go back to the law office. Uh, the waiting room is full of the worst looking people. Yeah. Uh, the worst, uh, I, I don't mean that necessarily physically, although in some of the cases I do, uh, just the worst types of people looking. Uh, Jimmy yeah. is talking to a client about bringing somebody in, someone innocent looking with them. Yeah, um, which says, is also a thing that Kim would always say to her clients, which mm-hmm. I just find that interesting. Which, mm-hmm. oh, well, can your mom have, be there? Can you have there. family there? Which, uh, you mm-hmm. know, I didn't think Jimmy is telling people to do this. Yeah, he's Mega Manning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mega Manning. He's saying, you know, just sign here and you'll be back at the Rusty Bucket uh, before before dinner, something along those lines. Um, and he wants Francesca to make a call. She comes over, like, hands and says, hey, did you make that call? And he grabs it, one of his... Many burner phones goes into the alley where she does make the call. And the call is to HHM to get the details of the conference call with uh, the mediator. Yeah. Sam Yeah. Um, because, yeah, because we want all of our, all of our clients on the call. We want them all to be informed of what's going on. And I don't know. I mean, I could buy how they would just like give the give the info, not suspecting that somebody is sabotaging she also everything. Called up like with more details than I guess a rando person would. Right, she had the name. She had the mm-hmm. yeah, she had the name of a person. She had Sam Piper. She had the loca- the Sam uh, yeah. a correct Sam Piper location. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I think she had the date or whatever you know, like so. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. I guess he more reasonable. 
Yeah, and then they go back in and they see the dude that is uh, starting the process of tearing down all the work that Francesca has just just done. Being um, in the water picture. Yeah, pissing there and then That's turning around. No, don't turn. <laughs> so you are. Um, you got to clean this up. No, you clean it up. Yeah. She says as she walks out the door. Um, yeah. How do you feel Francesca's handling things compared to where she needs to get? She is losing hope very quickly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Slowly she defeating said, her. She said to Kim, well, it's not Wexler McGill, that's for sure. And that was before all this. <laughs> yeah. So, right. Was- yep. Uh, then we are back home washing dishes mm-hmm. in separate sinks, it appeared. I could be wrong. Um, and then they're going over the plan. We didn't miss anything. Let's go out. Where? Omaha Beach. Here's to tomorrow. Yeah, this I did, it seems so risky, like because one, it was really bright out there. They're right in mm-hmm. front of in a building like it looked like there's a road right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. So people might go, why are there people having a picnic? I remember seeing that. And also, wouldn't HHM have cameras like the building? Yeah. I don't. This is messy. Mm-hmm. That's sloppy. It is sloppy for sure. Yeah, it's pushing it, pushing it for sure. And then it, it is the next day, and Jimmy stops to get some Zafiro Añejo and sees the real judge, the guy from the photos, um, oh, yeah. trying to duplicate. Yeah. And yeah, with a, bro- with a broken arm. And he has a Millpool uh, signature on his, <laughs> <Millpool>. <laughs> mm-hmm. on his cast. Um, before we even he see that. He looks like he's in pretty good shape, too. <laughs> I don't want to put John Ennis down, but... <laughs> it's right. like he looks like he, shape. at least you know goes swimming at the live pretty often <laughs> yeah it does a few laps um yeah uh before we even get to that jimmy's getting this and it's a big deal we're getting these afiro Nejo. i don't think we have anymore sir you do i'm looking at it oh yeah there it is and this this annoys me as someone who used to work in in retail uh, the guy says, uh, just to warn you, this is really expensive. Like, first of all, that's a kind of rude thing to to say when you yeah. shop yeah. with the other person's wallet. But also, this guy went in specifically for that, knows what he's looking at, yeah. and yeah. tells you that you have it. I think he has all the information he needs. It wasn't like he's like, hey, what's that back there? Right. What, yeah. like, then it's a little more appropriate to be like, yeah. well, this is one of our most expensive. Uh, and and is it really expensive? He was yeah. getting, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It was a weird dialogue thing uh, for for me. Um, it was all leading up so they could he could say the phrase "worth every penny." <laughs> and also, and, uh, oh, by the way, do cut yourself on that uh, topper there. Pretty sure. Mm-hmm. So that guy also is a little bit of a know-it-all. I feel like, yeah, which could have been accomplished oh, yeah. with. Uh, I've always wanted to try this, but it's you know it's a little too expensive for me. Well, I've got to tell you, sure. it's worth every penny. Um, Anywho, so he sees the judge, the real judge, with a broken arm, freaks out, leaving the uh, Zafiro Añejo, and he's in the car, you know, letting his steering wheel have it, calls up Kim, lets her know that, it, you know, the whole thing, it's someone put the kibosh on it, and it's fucked. Uh, so he's, let's just call it a day. You know, withdraw to our separate corners. Pointed out the silver lining. Good thing Mm -hmm. I saw. If you imagine, if I didn't see him, then we'd be even further screwed. We'd be sunk. Mm -hmm. Um, So let's call it off. We live to fight another day. And she's like, 
how, why, when, what, what we day? talk about. Yeah. Um, what other yeah, what other day? And she turns back that big dramatic turn across the highway. This and, happens today. <laughs> yeah. Heads <laughs> heads back, blowing off her meeting with the foundation big wigs of social justice. Yeah. Which also yeah. doesn't feel good for <laughs> suspicions of like nope. Cliff Maine. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. It's not going to end well. Yeah. Which is yep. almost like, yep. I'm almost wondering if Cliff Maine set this up on purpose. Just like, oh, well, if they are doing something, I'll send Kim to Santa Fe this day. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, I, I don't think so because I yeah. took this moment for Kim. I took this as genuine. And I took this moment for Kim to be just like, in just like for Walt and Breaking Bad with, uh, you know, with with Gray Matter and, you know, um, oh, what were their names? I cannot remember the, the, the married couple, mm-hmm. yeah. um, you know, um, who specifically, you know, offer to pay Walt's bills during the early mm-hmm. seasons of the show. And he turned Gretchen. them down. Gretchen. Yes. Gretchen. And uh, what's his name? Yes. Um, the other one. And. And because of that, it becomes, it, it, it crystallizes for the viewer that, you know, Walt has an out and he decides not to take it. Uh, and this kind of felt similar to me in that, like, this is Kim's out into respectability, you know, and potentially she keeps saying that, like, this is for the sandpiper, you know, like the payout basically is going to help us and all that. But here is an out for her. And she is, just, she is too full of rage and bitterness to take it, you know? Um, yeah. And and yeah, so so I see it as genuine. Yeah, yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's legit. Uh, Cliff Main, I don't see him, you know, being part of a setup kind of kind of deal, or maybe just trying to save no, her. I think, in fact, I think he he was too naive to see through the whole uh, <laughs> the Howard scheme. Yeah, yes. he's very he's very a face value. In fact, I'm surprised we haven't gotten to see his home life to get to flesh out his character a bit more because he's very mm. very one-dimensional character yeah i haven't seen him play guitar in a while yeah. uh, no i miss the guitar yeah yeah ed begley jr pretty cool guy <laughs> all right uh any other other thoughts because that's the ep that's the yep. episode the episode yep, did we skip over anything? Oh, you know what? The uh, the did we mention that the the obstructed view thing in the courtroom was that Albuquerque isotopes uh, hanging thing, like the air freshener yeah. thing that we, saw, yeah. that we also saw the same air oh, freshener right. in. The, oh, the, okay, the that's right. Right. So right. we'll just edit this part and put it back. In put the it back <laughs> in the other one. Take a note. Yeah. Just that sentence. Put it in the other part. And then all this part out. This is straight thoughts. This is, this is, it's all good. I'm also not going to edit. Um, <laughs> edit. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what, one thing we, we also didn't mention is that those photos, uh, is this guy, the photo that they showed was Jimmy meeting with the guy outside of somewhere. Yeah. And it looked like he was handing him something, but I, I couldn't yeah. quite tell. They only showed it for a second and I didn't pause it like a nerd. Is anybody <laughs> anybody have any idea of what the end game is for them just yet with all these no, little pieces we're getting? No clue. For so like it's they're they're teasing it out like it's Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. But I really hope the price is is the uh, George Clooney of this. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be nice. Oh, I guess he wouldn't be the George Clooney. I guess uh, he'd be more of the uh, Matt Damon. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think your Matt Damon and your Brad Pitts are Kim and Jimmy. Yeah, I think so. Then yeah. you got the film doofuses, the Kettlemans, although they were unawares. But they were they were patsies mm-hmm. uh, as part of the whole plan. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I have no idea. I have no idea what the I what know. this what this plan is, and it's annoying me. It, yeah, it's no, that's me. it's bothering me. It's driving me nuts. So we've got a topical yeah. ointment that's going to mimic uh, cocaine, uh, a cocaine run. What's that? What would you? Or just like he's on cocaine, like yes. so that yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of the right way to phrase that. Yeah. A jag. A cocaine jag. <laughs> cocaine jag. Yeah. Never heard a cocaine that. jag. <laughs> uh, and so then we're... While on a call with a bunch of people. Right. Yeah. And also the judge is going to be somehow bamboozled as well. Right. And Jimmy was in the picture, right? Yeah, that's what it looked like. I thought yeah, Jimmy was going to look like he was dressed as Howard again. So was he... But in... it looked like Jimmy in the picture. So what, are they implying that Jimmy is paying off the judge or the judge is somehow in cahoots with Jimmy. I don't feel like that would be helpful to Jimmy. Wait, was it a package that had a ribbon on it? Maybe it's his birthday. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, the, the the clear thing is here that they're trying to have this judge be biased in some way, leaning toward and just kind of blow up the, the mediation. Right. Um, the, the Coke part. I don't know, maybe just for flair. Perfect. <laughs> so the, 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 what their, tra- their goal here is to have HHM and Cliff Maine say, you know what? Let's just settle. Yeah. That's yeah. The, and, and, and then the cash. Settle, settle. Yeah. And so their plan was to make Howard look like a Coke addict and Cliff Maine would lose any faith in him. Which would then lead to him being like, you know what? I'm just, out of this just, case. Yeah. Let's just end it now. Let's just end it now. But then why is the judge involved? I don't know. And Jimmy with <laughs> I don't know. This doesn't make any sense. It's a multi-pronged attack. Like D-Day. <laughs> so follow-up like question. Are uh, yeah, I guess. So we're leading, it's D-Day. It is D-Day now. Mm-hmm. So we will find this out next week. It's, they're not going to stretch. We must. <laughs> or yeah, we must, yeah. they wait till July because then they do like a Gene episode next episode. Oh, no, we did see preview, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Okay. And it was it, it was all color. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. It was still in I Kansas. Withdrawn. Uh, and I, I keep mixing this. I'm not going to do any spoilers, but I keep. Could I because we watched them like back to back. We watched Barry and then we watched this episode. On Monday night, things that we were and because there were so many uh, guest characters in both of them that I'm like I'm anticipating. I'm like, what scene? When did so and so come into? I could have sworn that lady came into this. Oh, right, she was was on Barry. (laughs) (laughs) And and now I'm only picturing the next week on from Barry, which was very funny, uh, as next week on this. So I'm I'm, I have no idea what's going to happen. Well, hit winners and losers, then we're out of here. Uh, let's start with the losers, Sam. I'm going to say Francesca because yeah. boy, does she not like her job, mm. and I can relate to that. Yeah, man, yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure. Uh, Michael, I'm also saying Francesca. I'm boring. Sorry, no, but that's no, I, I, I fell for her the most. Yeah, no boring. They're going to be the same losers, and Brian. 
Um, boy, I never prepare for this. Uh, just going <laughs> off the cuff. I'm gonna to say Axe Man. I'm gonna say the Axe Man. <laughs> Axe Man. Yeah. What a that's a shitty uh, injury right there. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm going to say Howard. Um, because that's a lot of time you put into that latte. Yeah. And, mm. and she just dumps that, that shit. Just yeah. dumps it. Doesn't yeah. even say, like, oh, this looks good. She just, just like grabs it. Or takes one quick sip. Like, I feel like even if she took one quick sip and then was like, I'm sorry, I got to put this in my thing. You know, like mm. you take one sip to enjoy that peace sign and yeah. then you dump it. There sip was so shit. there was so much subtext to that peace sign. Peace. <laughs> yeah, right. So much. Yeah. So much. Must stay indeed. Uh, all right, like no do, Am I right? <laughs> let's do the winners. Right. Brian. Oh, don't well, you started with me. <laughs> How did you think this is going to end? Uh, uh, okay. Uh, I'm going to pull this one out of left field just because we just mentioned her. Uh, I'm going to say the winner uh, for me is going to be Howard's soon to be ex-wife. <laughs> oh, they probably didn't. She probably didn't sign a prenup. I don't know, but she no. she's not putting up with his shit anymore. Mm-hmm. He's in the guest house. Yeah, she's living her best life. I imagine she's going to yoga and uh and hanging out with their friends yeah oh right yeah that's right (laughs) yeah she won she've already she's already won the friends in the divorce yep 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 michael i'm gonna go off off the wall here and actually say of all people cliff main because you know what we are so invested now in the kim and jimmy stuff and howard and all that and then then this soap opera that i love but I keep looking at Cliff Maine and I'm like, it must be so nice to live in this universe and like take people at the word at their word, yeah. And, yeah. you know, and be kind of simple and all that kind of stuff. And it just it just made me go, ah, oh, that 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 it must be nice to be Cliff Maine. Yeah. Also, how does someone like that be a good lawyer? I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's why he's the boss now. Yeah. Um, and just kind of handles cases like this. Uh, and Sam, I'm going to go for the second week in a row with a dog. And I'm going to say Fernando, um, mm. because you know, he wasn't feeling so good and his vet was in after hours. <laughs> yeah. So he's able to get the treatment he needs and he feels better already. Right. We didn't right. mention Fernando. Right. <laughs> yeah. Fernando's good. Uh, and I'm going to go with the client, Kim's client, uh, that she gets off on the obstructed view from the, mm. uh, yeah. bogus bogus charges yeah, out there i think that's yeah. that's a good one um and that'll do it uh thank you brian thank you sam thank you michael and thank you all for listening bye sip, sip that, that shit, shit. sip that shit <laughs>